right, good morning, everyone. Good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Devory Darkens Live. And uh, let's kick this thing off the right way. Make sure uh, you subscribe to the YouTube channel, that you follow me on TikTok. And we also have a podcast. The numbers have been going up. So I know a lot of you guys are actually listening. So I want to be, I want to say out loud, I'm very grateful for that, um, for the podcast growing. And uh, this is always being recorded. So you can go back and watch this on uh, YouTube. So thank you. Uh, thank you for joining me. Um, and make sure you hit those like buttons, okay? Make sure you hit the like buttons. And if you're on TikTok, that means you have to double tap your screen, which I just learned uh, again. Now, we usually start this off with the affirmation of the day, and we're going to go back to that. We are going to go back to that, okay? Yesterday was a short show um, because I wanted to wrap up. It was almost a three-part series that was not intentional, but uh, it, it turned out to be that way. Now, one of the a nice uh, affirmation is actually out of this book that I'm going to speak about today. And again, I love doing affirmations in the form of a gratitude statement. Uh, write it down in a gratitude list. And in fact, to show you, this is how I love doing it. I have my journal here with me. The way that I love doing it, it's very simple. So I have it, sometimes I'll do like a, a big uh, or like a primary affirmation down here. Then this is my gratitude list up here. Okay. So I already have it written here, so I'll read it from here. It says, I'm so happy and grateful now that I am consistently thinking my own truth, regardless of appearances. I'm so happy and grateful now that I am consistently thinking my own truth, regardless of appearances. Now, why would you want to say that? Well, if you've been listening for quite some time, you already know the deal. To get what you want in life, you got to think your own truth, regardless of appearances. You got to stop allowing your past. And your current circumstances to dictate what you're going to think about. That's where we all go. or That's how we get in trouble. When we allow the outside world to control what's going on our inside, um, that's where we run into doubt and worry and fear and anxiety and, and all these other negative emotions that really leave us feeling like we're out of control. So we want to use affirmations intentionally uh, in a way that makes us feel good and keeps us on the right path. And this is why the affirmation again is I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm consistently thinking my own truth regardless of appearances. What is your own truth? It's whatever you want it to be. Usually it's based on what you want to happen in your life. So if you want a better job, if you want a successful business, if you want a happy marriage, if you want better relationships, if you want better health, that's what you should be thinking about regardless of wherever you are right now. doesn't matter where you are right now. The only thing that matters is what do you want? So there you go. The affirmation of the day. Now let's move to the main topic. Uh, also, let's do this one more time because I know we have people who join after. Uh, this is being recorded. You can go and watch this on YouTube as a replay or listen to it on Spotify, Google, and Apple as a podcast. It's just my name, Devory Darkens. Now, if you want to call into the show and you're on TikTok, you have to go over to my YouTube channel to do that. 
And you could do that by going to my profile and hitting the link from there. Or just go straight over to YouTube, type my name in. And again, if you're on uh, YouTube, you should subscribe to the channel. And if you're on TikTok, you should follow me on my channel here as well. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, we got the admin stuff out of the way. We got the affirmation out of the day. So what's the main topic for the day, right? Well, I want to address one of the biggest questions I always get. And I think this is great to wrap up this week based on everything that we spoke about, which was about the subconscious mind, you know, understanding the subconscious mind, realizing how powerful it is, realizing the way that it that it works and and why you're doing the things that you're doing and why you're not doing the things you know you should be doing. And then we talked about, OK, well, how do we, what do we do about that? OK, well, we start using our conscious mind to think our own truth regardless of appearances. How do you do that? Well, we talked about that as well. Using your higher mental faculties. In particular, we're talking here about your imagination, your will, your reason. Your imagination gives you the ability to see what you want and create the idea that you want to happen in your life. Your will gives you the ability to focus on that idea and your reason gives you the ability to reject anything that has nothing to do with that idea. And so this is why I gave you guys the example of where if you were to sit here right now and picture yourself on the beach, maybe that's a goal that you have for yourself to take your family to the beach, pay for everything, have a nice flight, nice hotel, nice food, nice vacation. Maybe you guys never done it before and you'd love to do it. Well, the first thing you should be doing is actually seeing that happen in your mind. You do that by using your imagination and you really get into it. So when you're imagining yourself on the beach with your family, feel the sand on your toes. Hear the seagulls screaming in the air. Uh, see the kids running around laughing. Uh, see your loved one holding your hand and saying thank you. You know, all of these things. Feel the, the sun on your skin. When you're doing that, you are exercising your imagination uh, to the, the way that it should be. You don't want to just see something. You want to be able to see it to the point where you can feel it. You can hear it. You can smell it. You, you can taste it almost. You can touch it. That's, that's what you want to do. Um, and that's the power of the imagination. And will gives you the ability to focus on that imagination. Just keep focusing on it every single day. And this is why I started off with this affirmation today. I am consistently thinking my own truth regardless of appearances. Your will gives you the ability to do that. To focus on your own truth. And then the reason gives you the ability to reject anything that is not in harmony with that imagination or that image. So you're going to have somebody that tells you, well, psh, this may not be the great time to vacation right now. Haven't you seen the, the, the flights or haven't you heard about this? And they're going to try to give you all these ideas on why you can't do it. That's got to go in one ear, not the other. You got to immediately reject that. You cannot accept things like that. See, affirmations absolutely work when you know how to think your own truth, regardless of appearances. If you don't understand the power of the mind and you don't really believe in the affirmation, it won't work. This is why I always tell it, people use affirmations in a form of gratitude. Feel the emotion of gratitude when you say these affirmation statements because it triggers the emotion. And that's exactly how you would feel if the affirmation was true in your life already. So having said that, the question here or the main topic is what is the best book 
forgetting what you want in your life. I get this question all the time. Hey, DeVore, what's the best book? What's the best book? Now, recently I spoke about, um, I don't even think I went over it in a show, but I did release some content around the top five books for your subconscious mind. Um, and if you guys want to see that content, you can go to my uh, TikTok. It's on there. And uh, I believe I have the video on YouTube already. But I want to dial in on what is the best book for getting what you want in your life? Because we already understand the subconscious mind is going to take some work. We got that. We got to start thinking our own truth. Okay, got that, Devor. I got to focus on what I want. Cool. But what book should I read that's going to help me stay focused on doing that? Now, listen, there is no one book, by the way. There are thousands of books that will help you do this. But I'm just going to go with the one book that I love, that I use, and um, I'm also going to share an alternative as well. So maybe this first book doesn't resonate with you. I will share a second book just to be very thorough with you guys here, okay? So again, disclaimer here, this is not just the only book. This is not the only way, okay? <laughs> this is one book, one of many books. Now, let's have some fun. What book do you guys think it is? Put your answers in the comment section. What book do you guys think it is? <laughs> some of you guys have been listening to the show for quite a bit. So let's see. Let's see how much of you guys have been paying attention. What book do you think I'm going to introduce first? We got some good guesses. <laughs> we got some good stuff here. Power of intention. I, I don't. I haven't heard of Power of Intention. I should look that up. What else? Come on. We almost got 100 people on here. What? Give me some more answers. Drop them in the comment section. Let's see. Oh, yeah. We got. Okay. Some good one. Let's see. Oh, it's okay. If you're new here, you're going to love this. Um, all right. I see you guys dropping multiple answers. <laughs> uh, we got some good books, by the way. You guys should probably screenshot some of this list for yourself. Um, because these are all of these books you guys put in the comment section are absolutely phenomenal. Every one of these books will do what I'm saying. All right, so the book I'm going to read, or I'm going to start with, is The Power of Awareness. This is the book. <laughs> so some of you guys got it right. Listen, I'm going to say it again. Every book I read, they're equally as good. Because all of them focuses on um, a particular thing that stands out to me. I find The Power of Awareness really talks about everything. I think the science of getting rich really gets into the thinking part of getting what we want in our life, like the actual thoughts themselves. Um, and there's certain principles in the book. And Think and Grow Rich, I feel it's more tactical. It really breaks down the technique. Uh, the secret, that's what you give to your kids. I mean, that's, I mean, if you don't know where to start and you absolutely don't understand anything, start with the secret. 
because that's one of the most simplest books to read. And everything in the book is true. And you will hear some people that say, well, you know, the seeker didn't say this. It didn't say that. It didn't need to. It said exactly what needed to be said in that book to get to where it got to in the world. I want to know really quick, because now I'm going down tangent. How many books sold? I want to know how many. Okay, 35 million copies. The Secret, the book, has 35 million copies have been sold. That's really good. And that doesn't even include the video documentary on Netflix and YouTube and Amazon Prime that you can watch. And that also doesn't include the second book that she released, which was called The Greatest Secret, which is already on my desk here. I was just reading this with a client yesterday. All right, so... The book that will help you get what you want in your life, the power of awareness. And what I'm going to do is walk through, I'm going to cap it at three major lessons here about that I get from this book or that I've gotten from this book and it will help you um, get what you want in your life. And I'm going to cue these lessons up by identifying some symptoms or problems you may be experiencing and how what I'll read in this book will help you solve that. Now, one of the biggest problems we all run into, especially if you're at the beginning, is having the desire to change in the first place. A lot of people, and I'm going to go through uh, this, this concept here, and so some of you guys may want to write this down because it is that powerful and it's one of those things that should be taught in school. So there is something called an uh, unconscious incompetent. This is a person who's unaware that they're doing the wrong thing. They are not growing. They're going in the wrong direction. They don't even know that they don't know. That's how ignorant they are. An unconscious incompetent. Now, what does competent mean? Right? It means it's a person who gets things done. Okay? So this person is unconscious incompetent. They don't know that they don't know that they're doing the wrong thing. It's as simple as that. Now, that's that's the fourth level at the bottom. The third one would be a conscious incompetent. This is a person who is aware that they're doing the wrong thing. They know they're making mistakes. They know they're self-sabotaging uh, their success. They know they're not doing the things they should be doing. They know that, but they're not doing anything about it. This would be a conscious incompetent. They are aware that they are incompetent. Now, the second level, which is where if you're watching right now, this is where you want to be at a minimum. A conscious competent. You are aware that you're doing the right thing. You are actively taking action. Listen, reading the book, but not acting, you're still at conscious incompetent. You're not applying the book. You're just gathering more information. Applying the lessons from the books that you read and the lessons that you've learned in life takes you to the level of a conscious competent. You become aware of doing the things you're, suppo you're supposed to be doing. You become aware that you're actively growing. You intentionally do things. You've developed your discipline. 
you have a goal, you're actively working towards that goal, you're making things happen. And then the ultimate level is a unconscious competent. Now, to give you guys an example of this level, this is where you see people like a LeBron James, a Elon Musk, a, um, uh, let's say, an Oprah, um, a uh, Roger Bannister, maybe. Now, I'd probably say Ed Hillary. Um, I'm giving you guys some famous names. Now, if you guys have ever came across somebody that just always seems to win, and when they win, they win in a huge way, it's more than likely they're an unconscious competent. They are not aware that everything they do is for growth. They are not aware that all they do is use their imagination to get to where they want to go in life. They basically live in their imagination. That's my point. And some people, they're just born that way. They just have a highly developed imagination. They live from that imagination. They don't have uh, beliefs that contradict what they see in their imagination. Just some people are just that way. Now, there are certain things, um, and this is why we talked about the subconscious mind over this week, is because if you work at certain things that you want to change about yourself, you will get to the level of a unconscious competent with that. You can. Like there's certain things that me and my wife, we do, we don't even have to think about anymore. But in the beginning, we used to think, and I'll give you guys one of the most simplest examples that there is. In the beginning, we would just let our dishes pile up and then we would put them in the dishwasher. Well, we made a committed decision that moving forward that we'd always wash our dishes. Every time we cook, every time we eat, we'll wash our dishes. That's what we would do. Well, it got to a point where we started doing it on autopilot. We didn't even think nothing of it. We make food, we use the bowls or the, or the plates, and then we clean them without even thinking about it. That would be an example of someone who's unconscious competent. You got, you got yourself to a level where you no longer have to even think or make a decision to do it. You just do it. So having said that, what, how do you get to those levels? Well, you have to first want to. You have to first want to. And this is why um, I'm over in chapter two of this book. Um, or correction, chapter three of this book. Called The Power of Assumption. The power of assumption. How do you get yourself from being a conscious incompetent to a conscious competent, meaning you are actively growing, you are making things happen in your life, you're applying the lessons that you've learned so you can get what you want in your life. Now, remember, what is a symptom here? We're talking about a person who knows that they should be doing better in their life, but they're not doing anything. You know you could be doing better. You know you're better. You've seen that you could do better. But you're not doing anything at all about it, right? Why is that happening? <clears throat> well, in this book, he, he says it right here. To be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas for you think from your ideas. Now, I'm going to stop here and explain this. To be transformed, to get what you want in your life. The whole basis of your thoughts must change. Your fundamental way of thinking has to change. That's what he's saying. 
but your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. Now, keywords, new ideas. You got to be exposed to new ideas. This is why the only way you're going to understand anything in life is through studying and the application of what you're studying. So when you pick up the book and you keep reading it and then you apply it, that's how you raise your level of understanding. And when you start to understand more and more and more, your thoughts, your fundamental way of thinking will change. So you need new ideas. You need to expose yourself to new information. This is why I watch or coming onto the show every day. It will change people's lives. In fact, I get messages every single day in my DMs where someone says, hey, DeVore, you changed my life. Hey, I've been wa- I've been listening to you. I've been watching you. I, my life is better. Why? It's the repetition of hearing me speak about positive ideas. Ideas that make you think. Ideas that cause you to think about what you want. Think your own truth. That leads to you changing your fundamental way of thinking. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas. So what is an idea? Did you know a belief is based on an idea? A habit is based on an idea. Your confidence level is based on an idea. Your perception of the world is based on an idea. Your logic about life is based on an idea. Your opinion of yourself is based on an idea. So you may have an idea right now in your subconscious mind that you're not worthy enough. Well, you can't change that unless you get a different idea that says you are worthy. An idea that causes you to start to understand why you're worthy. Everything is just ideas. For you think from your ideas. All transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. And this is why I said people who are consciously incompetent, they don't have the desire yet to change. Let alone a burning desire. All transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. You have to want to be transformed. You have to want this new life. You want you must want to be this new person. You have to want it so much that you're willing to let go of your past. Burning desire. The first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. Then you must make your future dream a present fact. You do this by assuming the feeling of your wish fulfilled. This happens by desiring to be other than what you are. You can create a goal of the person you want to be and assume that you are already that person. Now, basically what he's saying is what we say all the time on this show is you got to focus on where you want to go and you got to start acting like you're already there. And step one to doing that is thinking That way, using your imagination, seeing yourself as that person. Guys, this is a challenge. It is. Because for some of you guys, whether you're 20, you're 25, you're 30, 35, 40, 45, 50 years old, you've been spending majority of your life never doing that. So to just automatically be a master at it, that's an unreasonable expectation. You want to just get better at this every single day, just 1% better. You just have to develop the habit of thinking your own truth, regardless of appearances. 
So the first step in renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. This is, again, lesson number one here, guys. What is lesson number one out of this book? You're not going to be transformed. You're not going to get the things that you want if you don't first actually want it. We often make the mistake of thinking we really want something when really we don't. We only wanted it intellectually because we saw someone else have it. And if they have it, then we should have it. And But it's not even something we really desire. It's not something from our hearts. It was just something in our conscious mind. So right out of the gate, our first objective is to figure out what is it that I have a burning desire for? And remember, two shows ago, again, you guys can go back and listen to this on Spotify or Apple or watch this on my YouTube channel. I talked about um, on part two, understanding your subconscious mind. The last idea that I spoke about was feeding the desire. You have to feed your desire, treat your desire as the person you want to be. That person's inside you. But if you don't feed that person any food, that person will just con uh, continue to starve. And your old way of doing things, your past, your conditioning, your limiting beliefs, that's the other person on the other side trying to stop you. And every time you go to think that you can't do something, you're feeding food to that old person. That does not want you to win. So you can't think two thoughts at one time. You're either thinking about what you want or you're thinking about what you don't want. There is no in between. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. Then you must make your future dream a present fact. You do this by assuming the feeling of your wish fulfilled. And guys, this happens by you just imagining what you want. What's the end result? And then what, how does that feel? And then acting from that place. Thoughts, feelings, and actions should all be in alignment with each other. So you think about what you want. You feel the emotion of having it. You step out and take action. And the action is something, the things you know you should be doing already. By desiring to be other than what you are, you can create an ideal of the person you want to be and assume that you are already that person. That's what I was just saying. If this assumption is persistent in until it becomes your dominating feeling, the attainment of your goal is inevitable. The ideal that you hope to achieve is always ready for an incarnation. Meaning it doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter what's happened in the past. At any given moment, your dream, your goal, it's ready. It's ready for you to plant that seed. It's ready to start growing. But you have to have the burning desire to do that. This is, you know why desire is so important as well? If you think about an airplane, an airplane that's at the uh, beginning of the runway and it's going to take off, did you know that um, as far as time goes um, and length, that most of the energy in the fuel that is used is to get the airplane off the ground? Did you guys know that? Most of the energy and the fuel is used to get the airplane off the ground. Once it's in the air, that's different. But to get it off the ground takes a lot of energy. This is why to get your dream off the ground, you need to be obsessed. You got to go all in. It's going to feel like you're doing a lot. That's okay. It's just the way that it works. It's like every time we start anything, 
it takes a lot of energy to get started. Right? That's why the desire comes in because when you really want something, it won't feel like it's a lot of work. It won't feel like you're spending a lot of energy. You'll just feel like, hey, this is what I said I wanted. I'm all in. Therefore, your attitude should be one in which having desire to express a higher state, you alone accept the task of incarnating the new and greater value of yourself. Meaning your attitude should be, this is where I'm going. No matter what, I want this. It's happened in my mind. I'm doing whatever it takes. That's what he's saying. So that's lesson number one is to be transformed um, or all trans all transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. The first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You got to want it. And if you don't know what you want, then your own only objective right now is to live with gratitude and just start fantasizing about things until something finally takes a hold of you. How would you do that? You would make a commitment every day for five minutes to sit down, get relaxed, put on some nice relaxing music and just sit there and fantasize. Well, Devore, I don't have time to do that. Okay, you're right. You don't have time because that's what you believe. And you'll find excuses on why you can't do this. And then your life will never change. But I'm confident that everyone that's watching, that's not what you're saying. You're saying, yep, I can do this and I will do it. That's lesson number one. What's another symptom that people go through um, that really stops them from getting what they want in their life? Um, and this is uh, going back to kind of the things that I that I was talking about. Um, a lot of it has to do with this committed decision. So when you haven't made a, a committed decision, when you haven't burned the bridges, so to speak, uh, the mistake you're really making and why you keep experiencing this whole start and stop thing, you know, when you start something and then you stop or you start to procrastinate and you're not following through on what you said you wanted to do, right? How many of you guys can relate to that? The problem is, is you haven't burned the bridges. You haven't really committed yourself. So this is kind of going back off of what we just spoke about. This is in chapter four, desire. The changes will take place or the changes which take place in your life as a result of your changed concept of yourself always appear to the enlightened to be the result, uh, not of a change of your consciousness, but of, of chance, outer cause or coincidence. Meaning when we see people succeed in life, we think it's luck. We think, oh, they must be privileged. They, someone gave them a break. You know, somebody gave them that. You know, they got really lucky. No, guys. It's the way that they think. It's their consciousness. If you're that person that's starting and stopping and never following through, and you're, and you're that person that's procrastinating, it's the way that you think that's causing that to happen. There's errors in your mindset. The goal you seek and hope to attain will not manifest itself, will not be realized by you until you have imagined that you are already uh, that goal. You got to become the goal. See, we have a goal, we have a dream, or there's something that we want, but 
we're not acting from our hearts when it comes to that. We're just kind of acting on a logical level with our conscious mind. No, we have to conscious, subconscious body. Our thought, our feeling, our action, they have to work in harmony with each other. Just because you're thinking about what you want, but then you don't feel confident about it, what are your actions going to be? You got to think about what you want. You got to feel like it's already yours. And then you got to act from that place. And that's not going to happen unless you start to truly commit yourself to this goal and become it. Uh, everything depends. And here's the punchline, guys. Here, here's the bottom line. Everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself can never be realized by you for that attitude alone is the necessary condition by which you will accomplish your goals in life. Everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. What is your initial thoughts towards you? So when you see an opportunity, when you think about your goal, when you think about what you want to get in your life, what's the initial thought that comes to your mind as it pertains to you? Is it absolutely I can do that? I am worthy of that. I deserve that. That's mine. Or is it, you know what? I'm not good enough for that. I can't have that. I'm not smart enough for that. If you really observe the way you speak to yourself, that will tell you the attitude you have of yourself. How do you know? How, how will you know? How can you observe the way that you speak to yourself? Keep a notepad on your desk or with you wherever you go. And every time you start to think negatively, write down what you're thinking about. Write down what you're thinking about. Because what you'll find in writing down what you're thinking about every hour, you'll see what your attitude is towards yourself. Let's read this again. Everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself can never be realized by you. For that attitude alone is a necessary condition by which you realize your goal. That which you will not affirm as true. What is affirming? These are affirmations. I am this. I am that. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself. What he's saying, guys, is most people are stuck in this loop of telling themselves who they're not. I'm not this. I'm not that. I can't do this. I can't do that. It starts with the word I or the letter I. And I do this with my clients all the time where we're on a call and they're like, yeah, you know, I keep, I, I'm always struggling with this. They're affirming that they are struggling. That is an affirmation they just said. I am struggling when it comes to this. They are accepting that. They are affirming that as true. Instead of saying, I am getting better at this. It's a difference. The words really mean something. Your subconscious mind is not stupid, obviously. If you keep saying, I'm, I'm, I struggle with procrastination. 
I'm always doing this. I can never do that. All it, he- all it hears, it takes it, takes your word for it. It makes it a fact in your life. And it just keeps repeating. So that which you will not affirm as true of yourself can never be realized by you. So if you never tell yourself that you love you, that you're getting better, that you're learning how to live a better life, that you're finding out what you want in your life, that things are all, everything's working out for you. You can't experience that because that's not the way you think. So for example, so hard to break the self-sabotage cycle. That is what they are affirming as true in their life. So it becomes a truth. It becomes a belief. It becomes a fact. Remember, we think from our ideas. That is an idea. So hard to break the self-sabotage cycle. That is an idea that is negative. So that person automatically, because that's what they think, they will have additional thoughts that match that way of thinking. And those thoughts and ideas turns into a, a an emotional belief. They believe that to be true. And then they behave that way. They behave that way because they feel that way. The result happens. Then it repeats again. This is why I started off today's show with, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm consistently thinking my own truth, regardless of appearances. Just because the appearances in the past up to this point, it's been hard to break the self-sabotage doesn't mean it has to be hard moving forward. You have to think your own truth. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself can never be realized by you. It's hard to love yourself too, but I guess it can happen. Again, when you say things like that, you sound like a person who doesn't believe. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. Nobody is ready to receive a thing until they believe they can acquire it. You got to believe. State of mind must be belief. Uh, for that attitude alone is a necessary condition by which you accomplish your goal. Meaning if you don't start affirming what you want, you won't get it. We won't get it. All transformation is based upon suggestion. And this can work only where you lay yourself completely open to an influence. All transformation is based upon suggestion. Now get this. I'm going to have to go to this other book. Think and Go Rich, Chapter 4, Auto-Suggestion, because this is where both of these authors are hitting it right on the nail. Chapter 4, Auto-Suggestion, the medium for influencing the subconscious mind. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without the aid of the principle of auto-suggestion. This means ideas that you're thinking about can never enter your subconscious mind if you don't think it with repetition and emotion. That is what he's saying. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words which have been well emotionalized with belief. 
So you've got to practice believing, feeling the emotion of these affirmations, what you're suggesting to yourself. All transformation is based upon suggestion. You're always suggesting something to yourself. Auto-suggestion is where you are doing it intentionally with repetition. All transformation is based upon suggestion. All transformation is based on what you're telling yourself. If you're saying, my life is hard, it's too hard to change, I can never make any money, this is always happening to me, that is what you're suggesting to your subconscious mind. It doesn't care what is real or fake. It doesn't matter what is positive or negative. It will accept it as true. You must abandon yourself to your goal as a woman would abandon herself to love. For complete abandonment of self to it is the way to union, to union with your goal. Meaning to give up your old life, to walk away from your past, is to finally step into the life you want to live. You must imagine that you are already experiencing what you desire. This is why I gave you guys the example of the uh, going on a vacation to the beach with your family. That's a primary example of going there with your imagination and experiencing what you want to happen. That is, you must assume the feeling of the fulfillment of your desire until you are possessed by it. And this feeling crowds all other ideas out of your consciousness. This is why I keep always repeating to you guys, obsession. Obsession. You got to want it. You got to be willing to piss some people off. You got to be willing to not take no for an answer. You got to be willing to have that be the dominating thing that you're thinking about. Thinking your own truth, regardless of appearances. No, this is not fake it till you make it. This is live it till you make it. You live like that person right where you are. You live it. How do you do that? You keep going back to your imagination and seeing it, and you believe in it, and then you start taking action right where you are as if you are that person. That's not faking anything. That's actually living like that person. That's becoming that person. All right. So that, that's the second lesson here, guys. The second lesson here is that if you don't affirm, uh, well, let's put it to you this way. It's the attitude that you have of yourself. If you if your attitude is, I can't do this, I can't do that, doesn't matter. Nobody can help you. But if your attitude is like, you know what, I can do this, I am figuring out, I am getting better, I am learning this, then you will. Let's read it again. Everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. That which you will not affirm is true of yourself can never be realized by you. For that attitude alone is a necessary condition by which you realize your goal. All transformation is based upon suggestion. And this can work only where you lay yourself completely open to an influence. What did I was saying in Think and Grow Rich? About belief? Right? There's a difference between... Wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. This state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. I'm reading from the power of awareness. 
Now, the statement I just made is from Think and Grow Rich. Okay. Now, let's go to the third lesson in this book. And these are the three lessons that really stand out to me. Now, here's another mistake that people make. So, and this is, this is how usually clients come to me. This is why they end up working with me. So, some of you guys, you're out there. You bought all the books. You've been watching YouTube videos. You've been listening to the show or other audio books. You've been doing all this. You've been doing all this journaling, all this affirmations. You've been doing meditation. Maybe you've been doing um, uh, crystals and shadow work and sound baths. You've been doing everything under the sun to manifest what you want. But it still hasn't happened. Why? Why is that? You're putting in all this work and the result still hasn't shown up. Well, he dedicates an entire chapter to this. Chapter 24 called Failure. This book would not be complete without some discussion of failure in the attempted use of the law of assumption. Law of assumption is literally the same as the law of attraction. There really is no difference. He's just using the words law of assumption. Uh, let's see here. It is entirely possible that you have either have had or will have a number of failures in this respect. Many of them in really important matters, meaning there may be some things that you truly want to get in your life that really means a lot to you, but you haven't gotten it. Okay. So the answer to this is the most important factor in the successful use of the law of assumption. Understand something, guys. I'm going to say it again. Law of assumption, law of attraction, same thing. The time it takes your assumption to become a fact, your desire to be fulfilled, you getting what you want in your life, the goal that you set for yourself, that new habit, that new belief, whatever it is, is directly uh, proportionate to the naturalness of your feeling of already being what you want to be or, or having what you desire. The naturalness of the feeling. So when you watch a movie, you're not thinking Denzel Washington. You're thinking about the character. Because Denzel Washington ha has literally became the character. It just feels so natural for him to be the character. It's natural. He doesn't sound like a script or a robot. Your goal, your desire, whatever it is that you're working towards, it must feel natural. It cannot feel like you're going through the motions. It cannot feel like you're forcing. It cannot feel like it's a script, like it's mechanical. You can't do that. You've got to literally become it. I'm going to get to how. It says the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. This is why imagination is everything. Why is it that you're not getting what you want in life? Because you don't feel like that person. You don't naturally feel like the person who would get the things that you're asking for. That's just the bottom line. Regardless of your desire, 
Regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. If it does not feel natural to you to get a better job, you will not get a better job. So how can this feeling of naturalness be achieved? The secret lies in one word, imagination. Seeing yourself already as that person. I'm not saying anything new under the sun, guys. Everybody is saying this. Every book says this. The question, are you applying that? That's the question. Do you really want what you're imagining? Do you really have a desire for it? Are you feeding that desire? The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently, keyword persistently, feeling your consciousness with imagination, imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. Progress can only spring from your imagination. What you truly and literally must feel is that with your imagination. All things are possible. This is why studying is so important. Studying leads you to the understanding that all things are possible. So when you start to truly give your dream or goal some serious consideration, instead of doubting it, you're going to be like, well, this, this is possible. I could absolutely do this. What did Napoleon Hill say? The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. You must believe that it's possible. You must believe that you can acquire it. When you feel natural about the things you want in your life, they will happen. Now, to piggyback off imagination, an actual practical exercise that you should be doing is gratitude. If you become grateful for what you want, that's another way to feel natural about what you want. Because if you had it, you would be grateful. That's the way that it would work. Let's go back to this. The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently filling your consciousness with imagination. Imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. What you truly and literally must feel is that with your imagination, all things are possible. You must realize that changes in your life are not caused by luck, but they are caused by a change of consciousness. You may fail to achieve or sustain the particular state of consciousness necessary to produce the effect of your desire. That may happen. But once you know that consciousness is the only reality and the sole creator of your particular world, and you burnt this truth into your whole being, then you will know that your success or failure is entirely in your hands. You see, God has already given us everything we need to live a great life. He's given us the tools. You know what one of those tools are? Imagination. Another one. The will, our ability to focus, reason, our ability to accept, reject, originate ideas. He's given us these tools already. He's, he's laid it all out for us, but he's not going to do the work for us. We have to do the work. And once we accept that, then we know our success and failure in life is all a result of our own thinking. And if we can accept that, that's where we start to really feel empowered to do something. 
He goes on to say that um, whether or not you are disciplined enough to sustain the required state of mind in specific instances has no bearing on the truth of the law itself. That an assumption it persisted in will harden into fact. And he ends up capping this off by saying, if your assumptions are not fulfilled, it is because of some error or weakness in your consciousness. This is why I always ask people when someone comes onto my show and they say, hey, DeVore, I've been doing the affirmations. I've been reading the books. You know, I've been doing visualization, but I'm not making the money I want to make yet. I always go into on a scale of one to 10, how crystal clear are you on the outcome that you want? Most of the time, they say it's a five, a six, a seven. That ain't enough. Then I'll follow up by saying, hey, on a scale of one to 10, how much do you actually believe that you can have it? That's where you really find out what the problem is, because usually they don't believe. A person who does not believe will always say things like, oh, yeah, I'm not making the money I want to make. I've been doing all this. It doesn't work. That's a person who does not believe. When you truly believe in your heart of hearts, you'll never utter those words. You would never say anything like that. You'd never even ask somebody why you're not earning the money. That would not even that would even enter your mind because you are already there in your mind. You already believe it's a fact already. This is mindset one on one. All you have to do if you want to know why you're not where you want to be or why you're not getting the things that you want in life. Look at the way that you speak about it. If you're speaking about what you don't want, that's why it hasn't happened. You have to speak about what you do want. And this is why I keep recommending to everyone, gratitude is everything. You want to be grateful for it. So if your goals are not fulfilled, if your manifestations are not happening, it's because of some error or weakness in your consciousness. However, these errors and weaknesses can be overcome. Therefore, press on to the attainment of ever higher levels by feeling that you that you are already the person you want to be. And remember that the time it takes your assumption to become a reality is proportionate to the naturalness of becoming it, being it, feeling it. Right. So it has to feel natural. You go to anybody that's very successful and they tell you they're successful feels natural. They expect it to happen. They assumed it would happen. Uh, they don't doubt that it was going to happen. It's just an expectation. It's an assumption. They already know. They feel that way. It, it's not awkward. It's not uncomfortable. It's again, it's expected. You got to get yourself to that level. You do that by using your imagination with repetition. You got to do this every day. This is why I say feed the desire. Feed the, the, the desire. All right. So that's the power of awareness. Uh, there's more gems in this book. I mean, I can go all day with it. But in those three lessons of you got to have what you want, like you got to have the desire in order to get what you want. That's lesson number one. Lesson number two is you, the attitude towards yourself is everything. If you're always saying what you can or can't do, um, you're going to be in trouble. And then three, how natural does it feel for you to succeed? How natural does it feel to get the things that you're asking for? One of the primary ways to get up to that natural feeling is using your imagination and couple that with a gratitude list, the gratitude statement. I'm so grateful now that I have a happy marriage. I'm so grateful now that I have a business that pays me all the money I need. 
I'm so grateful now that I'm making an impact in the world. I'm so grateful now that I'm getting better at everything that I do. I'm so grateful now that I'm consistently thinking my own truth, regardless of appearances. I'm so grateful now that I am changing for the better every day and it feels easy. I'm so grateful now that people who come into my life, they actually serve me. They bring value into my life. I'm so grateful now that I always place my happiness first and I never feel guilty. Like guys, we could just keep going and going and going. It does not matter what I just said. What matters is you got to find, first you need to get clear on what you don't want. What have you been saying? What have you been describing in your life uh, recently? Right? You've been saying, I've been struggling with this. I've been struggling with that. I don't like this. I don't like that. What you need to do is become very observant of what you've been saying. Then write out the polar opposite and make those the gratitude statements. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm earning more money. Or my income is increasing. Or I'm doubling my money from last year. I'm so grateful that my relationship with money is improving. I'm so grateful that I'm learning how to be in charge of my finances. It's all affirmations, affirming what you want to be true in your life. But you got to mean it. You can't, this isn't not, this is not just, you know, repeat affirmations because someone else said it. No, you've got to make it your own. You got to make it your own. You got to become this affirmation. You cannot just think it and say it. You must do it. You must live by it. So if you're saying, hey, I'm so grateful now that I'm in charge of my finances, what are you doing to actually make that happen? Are you learning about financial literacy? Right? That's an example. Now, I told you guys that I would get into a book, an, an alternative book here. Uh, let's see here. Hold on, I have to respond to some people here. Okay. So I told you guys I would read, I would uh, introduce a second book. That would help you get what you want in your life. That is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, I'm going to actually skim through this really quickly because I want to get to your guys' questions. So if you guys have questions, we're going to be approaching the part of the show where you can call in. And um, you can ask whatever you like to me directly. And if you already have questions, make sure you drop them in the uh, chat box there. All right. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, I told you this book is more tactical in my opinion. It gives you exactly what you should be doing. Um, and you heard me read the statement, there is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. 
The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. Remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. Now, I read this all the time. I always bring up belief because it doesn't matter what I say. If you're not open-minded and you don't believe, it ain't going to happen. So you're, you're, you have your own truth. I have my own truth. You have your own world. I have my own world. But it all operates by the same law. If you believe in whatever it is that you believe in, that's exactly what you will experience. It's exactly what you will experience. So if that goal, that dream, or whatever it is you want to get in your life, you got to ask yourself, do I actually believe? Or am I just hoping it will happen? Am I hoping? Am I wishing? Or do I expect? Have I assumed it will happen? Do I absolutely believe? Because there is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. If you don't believe right now, are you at least open-minded enough to start developing that belief? Are you open-minded enough to pick up the book and study it every single day? Are you open-minded enough to get yourself a mentor or coach and have accountability? Are you open-minded enough to maybe get a second job so you can earn the money to invest into your dream? Are you open-minded enough? That's the question. Because people say they want to win, they say they want to live this great life, they say they want all these things, but they don't want to put in the work. They're not open-minded, they're closed-minded. But here's here's the, regardless, remember, no more effort is, is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. It's going to take you the same amount of effort to live a mediocre life Versus to live an amazing life. It takes the same amount of effort because when you live an average mediocre life and you don't do anything and you don't take any risk, I know you're a person who gets drained. I already know because I was doing that in my 20s. And I've seen it with other people. I've seen it with older people. They just pack it in. And when you see their face, you see nothing but they, they look like they've been through hell. Because they're not doing anything. They're not living their life. No more effort is required to aim high in life to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. It literally comes down to a decision. It really does. Because poverty is a state of mind, just like rich is a state of mind. People who are stuck in poverty, it's a mindset. It's a mental disease. A mental disease. And people who grew up there, most of them just repeat the same cycle over and over and over again because that's how they grew up. That's all they know. It goes back to what I was saying in the beginning of this show today. They are unconscious incompetent. They don't even know that they don't know they're going in the wrong direction. That's how ignorant they are. And how somebody gets out of that, there's no direct answer to that. I mean, it could happen on God's plan, right? I mean, they could literally be around somebody and they get exposed to a new idea and then all of a sudden they start thinking, 
oh yeah, maybe I have been doing things the wrong way. Hmm. Maybe. But you know what? Even though I know I'm doing things the wrong way, I'm going to blame so-and-so. Now they are consciously incompetent. They are now aware that they're doing the wrong thing, but they're blaming the outside circumstances for it. So do you believe? That's the first lesson of this book. That's the first lesson of this book. You see, uh, if I back up just a little bit, he has this uh, sentence that I really love. It says, there is one quality which one must possess to win, and that is a definiteness of purpose, the knowledge of what one wants, and a burning desire to possess it. So you have to want it. And it goes back to what the power of awareness was saying. You have to have a burning desire. It's got to be a belief. How do you get the belief? It goes back to the last thing I was reading, the power of awareness, your imagination. You got to keep seeing yourself there persistently. You cannot just do this one time. This is a repetition here. This is a commitment. This is a, a an obsession. This is where you're feeding the desire. You keep going back to it. You keep focusing on it. You keep concentrating on it. You keep telling yourself why it can happen. You keep telling yourself that it is happening. You become very grateful for it. Then you really start to believe. You really start to believe. But that happens through repetition. That That isn't like a one-time deal. And I think that's where people go wrong is they don't respect the power of repetition. They're thinking, if I just do this for a month, then I'm good. No. This is why we went over the subconscious mind this week. You're conditioned. You have a mental program inside of you that controls everything that you're doing. That mental program has been getting programmed for the last 30 years or however old you are. So just to think you're going to do repetition for a month and then that's it, your subconscious mind is going to laugh at that. It, you'll just autocorrect and go back to what you were doing previously. No, you've got to make a committed decision that you're going to do whatever it is you want to do and you're going to do it regardless. Someone will have to kill you to stop you. That's what I'm talking about repetition every single day over and over and over. That's why you have to have a burning desire. You have to be obsessed. If you're not obsessed, you won't have that level of discipline. Because as soon as rejection or obstacles or a challenge or life happens, you'll quit. And I think this is the part that most people are not often told. It sounds great. A lot of this manifestation stuff that people say on, on social media, it sounds really good. But what some of them are failing to tell you, um, you need to become that person. And you're not going to be able to become that person if you don't make the changes in your subconscious mind. And that's not going to happen if you don't use repetition. And you're not going to use repetition unless you have a burning desire to do so in the first place. Now, having said all that, people do this every day. I'm doing it. My clients are doing it. Napoleon Hill did it. You can do it. Um, now, let me move to the second lesson here. Chapter 8, Decision. Which is probably my favorite lesson in this book. Accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who had experienced failure disclosed the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. This is no mere statement of a theory. It is a fact. Procrastination, the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. 
The reason why people procrastinate is because they lack decision making. They do not know how to make decisions. They don't even understand what a decision is. They know of the word decision. They've heard decision. They've heard people tell them make a decision, but they don't really understand decision. There's a difference. I tell this to people all the time. Oh, well, when you join the military, you become disciplined. No, 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 no. Do you even know what discipline means? You don't become disciplined in the military. You become very good at following orders because you don't really have a choice. Because if you don't follow orders, they're either going to take money out of your pocket or put you in prison. That's your only two options. So having said that, when you're going to affect somebody's money, oh, they're going to listen. They're going to do what they're supposed to do. Discipline is when you give yourself a command and you follow it. When you say you're going to do something, you go do it. That's discipline. You see, we know of the words in the English language, but do we really understand them? That's a whole nother conversation. So when people are procrastinating, it's because they truly don't understand what decision really means. Analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. People who failed to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. Now, in other words, people who get what they want in life, they make decisions quickly. They don't need all that. They don't need to know the how. They don't need to overanalyze. They don't need all the information. They usually do one thing and one thing only. All they're thinking about is, will this help me get to where I want to go? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, let's do it. That's how you make a quick decision. The prerequisite to making a decision is, what do you want? Do you really want it? That's it. Nothing more. Not how long is it going to take and how long, how much is this going to cost and how hard is this and uh, do you really want it? If you really want it, you'll make a decision. Goes back to desire. If you really want something and you have a burning obsession for it, you will make a committed decision. You will do it. So a decision requires that you want something. And then a decision is completed when you start taking action and you spend your time, money, and energy. If you haven't been spending your time, money, and energy on the thing you say you want to do with your life, you haven't made a decision. You're procrastinating. And that's where you got to go back and say, hey, do I really want this or am I just playing games? Why do I? Why do I want this? Where did I get this from? Is this really what I want? Or did I see someone else say the same thing? So that's why. Now, the other thing that you got to be on the lookout for is this. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally influenced by the opinions of others. They permit the newspapers and the gossipy neighbors to do their thinking for them. Opinions are the cheapest commodity on earth. If you are influenced by opinions when you reach your decisions, you will not succeed in any undertaking much less that in getting uh, money. If you are influenced by the opinions of others, you will have no desire of your own. This is why caring what others think of you is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. You cannot do that. Especially when it comes to your dream or your goal. 
You don't need to share it with anybody. Just get to doing it. Get to living it. Become it. Then you could talk all about it when you're actually there. But to feel the need to have to go and tell people so you can hear their approval and get their reaction, uh, that's a slippery slope. You don't want to do that. You don't need anybody's approval or validation or acceptance. You need to do it for yourself. We really want to listen to what he wrote here. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs. Sufficient for their needs, not sufficient for their wants, sufficient for their needs are generally influenced by the opinions of others. Going to your friends, your family, your co-workers. Yeah, that may not be the smartest thing to do. That may not actually be what you want to do. So, then the last lesson here, and then we'll get to questions. Is chapter nine persistence. Because after you've made yourself a committed decision, what will help you or allow you to keep that decision? What's the one thing that every successful person has in common besides making quick decisions? It's persistence. They don't stop, they keep going. So let's read it here. Uh, let's see here. There are four simple steps which lead to the habit of persistence. They call for no great amount of intelligence, no particular amount of education, and but little time or effort. The necessary steps are, one, a definite purpose backed by burning desire for its fulfillment. We read this. This is the third time of us mentioning this. We mentioned it in the power of awareness, right? Let's go to it. If you're just joining me. We'll read it to you. It's in chapter three, the power of assumption. All transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. The first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. You must want to be that person. Number two, a definite plan expressed in continuous action. A definite plan. And the plans will change, but the goal will not. But you got to have some level of plan. You got to have something where you wrote down what you said you're going to do. This is why I have the Purpose Blueprint ebook in the course. It's literally a plan for living your purpose so you can get what you want in life. That's literally what it is. It's a step-by-step plan to help you get there. But you have to express that plan in continuous action. And here we go. This is the difference between someone who is a doer and someone who is a talker. You could sit there and make all the plans you want, but if you're not taking action, nothing's going to happen. Number three, a mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. We were just saying this. Stop listening to opinions. Reject them. Don't even go around that type of environment. That's This is where you want to be closed-minded. You want to be closed-minded to ideas that do not help you get to where you want to go in life. A mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including negative suggestions 
of relatives, friends, and, and acquaintances. Number four, a friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. This is why I say mentorship is everything. A coach, accountability. It is one of the best things you can ever invest into because when you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to do it yourself, you will make mistakes, get in your own way and self-sabotage. These four steps are essential for success in all walks of life, he says. But you've got to make these four steps a matter of habit. So there you go. You got to believe. Nobody is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. You have to believe. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. You got to be open-minded enough that you can make this happen, that you're willing to do whatever it takes. You're willing to pick up the book and study it. You're willing to invest in yourself. You got to be open-minded to that. You got to be open-minded to the idea that you won't know how, but you'll figure it out as you go. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. You will not step out and do what you're supposed to do and take risk if you're closed-minded. You have to believe. That's lesson number one. Lesson number two, you got to make a committed decision. And it can't be a decision that takes you 80 years to make. You need to make that decision like yesterday. Just say you're going to do it. Just do it. And keep doing it regardless. And don't let anything stop you, which is why you have to understand persistence. You need to have a burning desire. That's what helps you keep the persistence going. You need to have a plan that you're executing. You need to stop hanging around people who tell you why it's not possible. And then you need to get yourself a mentor so they can hold you accountable and guide you through the process. This is um, my three favorite lessons from Think and Go Rich that will help you get what you want in your life. And we also read The Power of Awareness as well. Again, lesson number one in that book was desire. You got to want to be transformed if you want things to change. Uh, lesson number two is the attitude towards yourself. If you keep saying what you don't want when you describe your life, that's why it will never change. You got to start saying what you do want. Because every time you speak about yourself or your life, it's an affirmation. I am always struggling with this. I'm always struggling with that. It's too hard for me. I can never do this. Those are affirmations, people. You need to wake up and truly understand this. When you keep repeating that, it becomes a fact. It becomes a belief and it just keeps going and going and going. So what do you do? Stop saying that and start saying the polar opposite. You know what? I used to struggle, but now I get better at getting in control of my mindset. I am now always focused on the things that I want. I'm always seeing the good that's happening in my life. Things are always working out for, for me. I'm always finding ways to make things happen. I allow good things to happen to me in my life. My relationships are improving. They're only getting better every day. Right? This is what you want to do. And then lesson number three, you have to understand why people fail at getting the things that they want in their life. According to Neville Goddard and the power of awareness, it doesn't feel natural for them to succeed. How do we get that level of naturalness? How do we become the person who would receive the things we're asking for? It's with the repetition of your imagination, seeing the things that you want, actually feeling it in your imagination, and then stepping out and taking action on that. And also, one of the most practical exercises to ever do as it relates to this is a gratitude list. I am so grateful 
now that I'm able to take my family on a vacation. Right? And you keep just writing that down because that's exactly how you would feel. That's a natural feeling to your wish fulfilled. Gratitude. What's the most powerful exercise? If you didn't even do anything that we talked about today, if you just did gratitude alone, your life would change. I mean, some of these things we're talking about, they can be a little advanced. You know, the, it, it's the other pieces to the puzzle, but one of the biggest pieces or pieces to the puzzle of life, it's gratitude. If you have gratitude every day, your life will instantly be better. You will be happy. You will be calm. You will be relaxed. You'll be poised. You won't be the person who sits there and complains and look for something to be negative about. You won't do that. And you'll start finding that more and more of positive things will stop or start happening in your life because you're so grateful. It's the energy that you send out is what you get back. So that's what we talked about today, guys. What are or what is the best book for getting what you want in your life? Um, there are hundreds of books. That's for sure. But if I was going to give you my, I let's say my top three books, The Power of Awareness, Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill, and the third book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Top th three books right there. Top three books. All right. So at this time, if you want to call into the show, you're more than welcome to do so. You'll have to go over to YouTube, hit the link in the chat box there, and we'll invite you in. All right. I don't usually hook up my phone until I get here because for some reason it'll start to overheat my computer. So um, that's why you guys see me do that all the time. All right, let's see here. All right, we got the Zoom ready. Again, that call link is on YouTube. You have to go over to YouTube to hit the link in the chat box to call into the show. All right. Let's see what we're working with with our questions here. Oh, we've got a lot of comments today. I love that. Keep them coming. You can pin a comment now. Tap a comment to pin. Moderators can do this too. Finally, that I'm, I was wondering how long it was going to take them to make that an option. Yeah, people who hold magic in their reality. Yeah, exactly. We were never taught that. That's absolutely true. Okay, this is where you guys are giving me your book um, answers. Okay. Let's see here. The Laws of Human Nature, Robert Greene. Robert Greene is an amazing author, by the way, everyone. Uh, I was a unconscious competent having a successful business and not knowing why until now there we go everyone there we go i just said that in the show 
Your show absolutely changed my life. Look at that. Very grateful to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's why we do this. <laughs> uh, I like your suit. Thank you. I just got it. Um, and if you guys want to know where I got it, I got it from a company called Ministry of Supply. Um, it's a eco-friendly suit. Um, it's made with recyclable plastic, I guess. Uh, me and my wife, we value uh, zero waste and eco-friendly living. Um, and so, um, so I got the suit. And it looks great. I agree. <laughs> I wanted a gray suit because I only have black and I wanted a gray one. I've been looking for a navy one, but they're always sold out. So, you know. That's why I haven't shown up with a Navy suit yet, but maybe I will in the, in the future here. Uh, let's see here. What book is... Okay, I think we already answered that question. That's why you have to start with loving yourself first. Exactly. All right. How do you deal with the feelings of unworthiness? Well, let's break this down because this is a great question. You don't want to deal with feelings of unworthiness. You just want to let them go. And you want to start giving your energy to feelings that of worthiness. Now, how do you do that? You got to imagine yourself worthy of what you want. You got to start telling yourself that you love you, that you deserve whatever it is that you want in your life, that you are enough. You have to start affirming these things in your mind. Uh, affirm it through a gratitude list. So, for example, you would write out, I'm so grateful now that I feel that I'm worthy. I just write that out every day and feel it. And then you got to keep feeding that desire by studying books that talk about worthiness. One of the great books would be Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Because this is a self-image topic that we're talking about. Self-image meaning the concept of yourself, the way that you feel about yourself internally. That's self-image. If you have feelings of unworthiness or you feel inferior or you don't feel like you're enough or you lack confidence, the number one book you should be reading is Psycho-Cybernetics. And let me tell you the exact chapter you should be reading. Because we were just going over it in my coaching call last night with my clients. Uh, let's see here. I have it bookmarked on my computer. Uh, chapter number four. It's called... Dehypnotize yourself from false beliefs. And a phenomenal book. All right, there we go. <laughs> Hi, everyone. If you appreciate what Devori is sharing with you, let's get these likes up. Thank you. I really appreciate that. T-Man, thank you. Oh, wait. Hold on. Is, is this... Uh, yeah, this is Talon. Man, there's somebody else that has come into the chat, and they have a similar name. I thought that was you yesterday. I was wondering, okay, okay, now it makes total sense. All right. 
Yeah, because I had someone come into my chat yesterday and they were like, yeah, I can help you. And they were like trying to get them as a client. I'm like, what are you doing? This is not why we're here. All right, you have to boost your awareness and take action whenever you feel you're slipping. Yep. You look great today. Thank you. Some people are just naturally able to do this. Some of us need extra encouragement like this. Yep. But you got to keep this encouragement up and you make it a habit of belief. <clears throat> All right. So here we go. T Nicole underscore one. Um, it's a cycle for me. I have the mindset. It's the action part. This is where you have to stop saying things like that. We are going where we want to be when I say that statement. You want to go where you want to be. Stop living where you don't want to in your mind. You do have the mindset and you have the action part on lock. That's what you should be telling yourself. I'm getting better at executing what I said I was going to do. My discipline is becoming stronger every single day. I follow through on things I said I was going to do. How can you make yourself believe it? Struggling with that part because my reality is so... It's going back to what I just said. Number one is imagination. You got to see yourself doing the thing you say you want to happen. Then number two, you got to write it out on a gratitude list. You have to feel the emotion of that. One of the best ways to make it feel natural to believe is to be grateful that you do believe. So I, I love the questions. Um, but now that you're writing out these questions, now you want to go back and say, all right, I see what I wrote here in my question. So obviously this is what I've been telling myself for quite some time. The solution here is I got to start telling myself the opposite now. You've got to be persistent in that. you got to make a decision on that. You cannot continue to say things like this. Because that's what you're affirming in your mind. That's why it becomes true. So how do you get, again, gratitude lists. Gratitude, 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 gratitude. A gratitude list is one of the most practical powerful, simplest exercises you can ever do to get yourself to start believing and get yourself to start feeling like that person. I thank God for this live. Thank you, Mr. Darkins. I appreciate that. Struggling in my 20s, drain. Yeah, so what are you going to do about it? If you're in your 20s and you're drained, what are you going to do about it? Do you believe I'm loved? Why do you love specific person? What do you mean by that? I don't know what you mean by that. If you want to rephrase that, A-Y-N-I-Y-E-G-E-T-A. -E -E 
Also, faith and spirituality. Guys, you know what produces faith? Your belief level and understanding. Let's go through let, let, let's go through the steps, right? Let's break this down practically. And I want you guys to picture, and you might want to write this down as I go through this. So if you have a pen next to you, you might want to write this down. <clears throat> Step number one is you got to get the knowledge. You got to get the right information. Step number two is you need to start studying this information because that leads to step number three, understanding the information. And as you start to study and understand, you need to be acting that out, by the way. Um, step number four, the level of understanding will lead to your level of belief. Your level of belief will lead to your level of faith. Your level of faith will lead to your level of action. All results, all comes from the knowledge and your understanding and application of that knowledge. It's not enough just to have the information. Everybody knows a lot. There's people who know way more than I do. Doesn't mean they're doing anything. You've got to understand this knowledge you have, this knowledge you possess. You can't understand it if you don't commit yourself to studying it like a student. That's what every actor and actress, that's what they do. They are students of their craft. They study the character in and out. Are you doing that with the life you want to live? Random question. How do you maintain success? You maintain success by going after what you want every day. By actually taking action. Success is when you figure out whatever it is that you want, and then you start doing it. Not necessarily the achievement of it, but you're working towards it. That's a person who's successful. How many people can wake up in the morning and truly say they are doing what they want to do? They are making progress towards their goals. Not a lot of people. Yep. What if you can't afford a coach? Start telling yourself that you can. Get a job. Make extra money. You can afford anything if you put your mind to it. The money is already here, everyone. The money comes through people. They come through businesses. I say this all the time to bring this point home. No one is in a garage somewhere manufacturing cash that they're going to give you. The company does not do that. The money comes through the company. The money comes through people. If you don't get around to creating ideas and executing opportunities to help you earn more money, you never will. That's what everybody gets wrong is they think, well, my job should pay me more money and they don't have enough money to invest in my dream. No. You got to get clear on how much money you want first. What is the number of, of uh, what is the amount that you're looking for? Do you even believe you can acquire that, uh, that amount of money? And what are you doing to put yourself in a position to receive that amount of money? So when you say, what if you can't afford a coach? 
Before we even get into the strategy and the technique to earn more money, you're done already because you're saying, what if you can't afford it? You can afford anything. This is a mindset. This is a mindset. You have to be open-minded to thinking fundamentally different about your, your life, about yourself, and how things can come about in your life. You just have to change the way you think. All things are possible. All things. You can afford like 99% of things in life. But that's not going to happen if you don't start where step one is at in your imagination first. That's where you start. What's a good way to find a mentor? Well, there's two, three primary ways. Number one, I'm a mentor. So you can obviously get on a call with me and see if we would be a great fit. Number two would be a book from an author. The author is a mentor following exactly what the author says in the book. And number three um, is more of a kind of a uh, some steps you should be taking, which would be number one, you should be clear on what you want. And then look for someone who ha who has those results. And you can find those people all over the world. They're on social media. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. LinkedIn. They're all over the place. Conferences, events. Who has the results you want? Go to that person. Okay, so, all right, let's see here. Someone says, use these tools to manifest one. Start by reading and listening to this show. That's absolutely the best answer. There's a mentor already out there. You're listening to one right now. You don't even know how much it is, and you're already saying you can't afford it. That's how much you're already in your own way. You don't know. Um, I need a mentor too. We'll mentor each other. Listen, that's the worst thing you guys can do. How are you going to mentor someone when you don't even have the results they want? Should think about what I just said. That's the mistake that people make is they try to go get advice and help from people who are not doing what they want to do. And they try to get advice from people who don't understand mindset, which is the root cause to the results we get in our life. Excellent show today. Thank you. Just have to re actually read it and practice it. Yeah. And listen, here's, here's what I recommend for you to do. Uh, you don't have a name in your user, so I can't say your name. But the person who put a comment in here just ordered Power of Awareness, just have to actually read and practice it. I think the only thing you should be reading when you get this book is page. And make sure you got the right book, by the way. Um. Tarcher Cornerstone Editions. This link to this exact book is in my YouTube description. Okay. There's different versions of this book. You want to get the one that has the red banner at the bottom. 
because there's additional chapters in the back um, that are very powerful. Um, you should just be reading page number 17, chapter 3, Power of Assumption. I would just read that. I just commit to reading that every day. Don't even read the entire book. When you buy a book and then you're you attempt to try to read the entire book, that's too much, especially if you're not an avid reader already. You're not used to reading books. You're not obsessed with reading books. When you try to make it your goal to read the entire book, you already overwhelm yourself. Just focus on reading one page and with repetition. And of course, your subconscious mind will love that because you're focusing on one page at a time. The Secret, is that a good book? It absolutely is. It's the first book that I ever read, besides the books in uh, school, which I really didn't read those. But the first book in my life that I really read, internalized, and did exactly what the book said was The Secret. I was manif Here's a great question. I was manifesting a great relationship by being delusional. Then I listen to friends. How do I go back? Well, the answer is in the question. Just keep doing what you were doing. But listen, you don't need to be delusional. Why don't you just become the person that person would want to be with? Are you doing that? That's a good question. Just go back to doing what you were doing. Keep it simple. There's no secret here. The lesson is that you shouldn't listen to people, especially your friends. So it's a good thing. But you've got to delete that out of your mind. You literally have to have short-term memory with that experience. You just can't. you got to stop thinking that way. I was. That means it's past tense. Why don't you just say, I am? I am manifesting a great relationship. Just write that in your gratitude list. I'm so grateful now that I am manifesting a great relationship. I'm so grateful now that I put myself in position to uh, have great relationships. I'm so grateful now that I am the person that the person I want would want to be with. Oh, let's see. My husband and I do gratitude journaling every morning. I read his affirmations aloud to him and he reads mine to me. That's nice. I love that. Boom. There's no lack of money in this world. We just need to figure out how to get it. Nice color jacket. Thank you. When you want something really bad, there is no excuses. Exactly. Exactly. Looking great, Devori. Thank you. <laughs> you guys really love the suit today, huh? <laughs> I love it too. Thank you. Can you post the right edition of the book? I've got the incorrect one. Yeah, if you go over to YouTube, just go over to my YouTube uh, channel. 
I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this uh, uh, comment from YouTube now. I got a few comments, but yeah, if you go over to my YouTube channel, you'll be able to hit the link for the power of awareness uh, in the description. Because you have to kind of, it, it doesn't, I, I even had a hard time finding it again on uh, Amazon. It was baffling to say the least. Like when you search for it, the correct version doesn't come up. I don't know why that is. So if you just want to go over to my YouTube video, look in the description, you'll be able to hit the link there. Okay. All right. Let's go to these comments that I got on YouTube. Do you use different strategies to read books? Um, yeah, I, I believe I do. Like, for example, I circle through three books is what I've been doing. But basically, what I do is I'm using each book for a particular topic or an objective. So, like, for example, I use the science of getting rich to truly become very observant and understanding of how I need to think. I need to think my own truth regardless of appearances. I need to understand that the first principle in the science of getting rich is to think the way you want to think. To think the way you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. I also must understand in reading this that it's one of the most hardest work to do or challenging work to do in the world. This is why most people quit. Because to just think your own truth, regardless of what you see in your physical world, that's a challenge. You must be obsessed. So I keep rereading this to remind myself that, hey, am I thinking my own truth? If I'm not thinking my own truth, it's not going to happen. So I keep going back to this book for that. I also go back to this book for another issue that comes up for people acting in a certain way. Acting in a certain way. You got to hold the vision of yourself uh, where you are right now and believe without a doubt that you can get into where you want to go. I'm just paraphrasing here. And so I read that too, right? My, my vision is I'm my show, this business I have. Um, let me put it to you this way. Everybody knows Gary V and Grant Cardone. Everybody knows them. Uh, Bradley is another guy. Uh, Andrew Tate is another guy. These guys, they, they've taken over the internet, right? They've taken over the internet with sales and real estate, uh, marketing, um, and Andrew Tate's more about, um, you know, relationships and men and all this other stuff. I'm trying to take over the internet with this information. That's what I want. I literally want to cram this book into people's lives every single day. When they go on YouTube, I want them, oh, think and go rich. They go over to TikTok, think and go rich. Instagram, think I want it everywhere. So where I am right now, obviously, physically, I'm not there yet. But in my mind, I'm there. And so that's why I keep rereading the book. I got to start where I am right now. Believe that that will happen, which it will, because it does happen. It can happen. It has happened for people. And there's no reason why it won't happen for me. And, 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 and it's, it's already happening. I'm all over the place already. I've got clients all over. I got clients in Africa and Australia and Europe, America. It's already happening. So that's why I, the, my strategy to reading books is based off what I'm working on when it comes to myself. So one area that I'm working on is thinking my own truth, 
regardless of appearances. So I read the signs of getting rich, that one paragraph. Then I'm working on making decisions. So I read chapter eight from Think and Go Rich on decision making. Then it's belief, which is in chapter two, desire of Think and Go Rich. Do I actually believe? So I read that over and over again. Then I look at uh, chapter, I think it was 24, failure in the power of awareness. It's not chapter 24, excuse me. Oh, it is chapter 24. Yeah, my memory is good. Um, about it must feel natural for me to experience the things I want to experience. I got to feel natural about it. It has to be a foregone conclusion. I got to exercise my imagination. And I just keep circling through these three books. You know, and that's why everything is just getting better in my life. Everything. So this is why, guys, um, you don't need to focus on reading an entire book. You need to focus on a part of the book that you need the most work in. There's always going to be a part of the book that you're like, oh, my God, that I need that part right there. That's what I got to work on. And just go back to reading that every day. And now you don't have the pressure of trying to read a book that's 300 pages. Another question on YouTube says, struggling with comparison to others, any tips? Absolutely. Tip number one, get the book Psycho-Cybernetics. Psycho-Cybernetics. If you're on YouTube, the link is in my description. It's under Recommended Books by DeVore. It's in the description. If you don't see it in the description, refresh the uh, page. But it's in there. It would be book number four, right underneath the science of getting rich and above power of awareness. The link is right there to get that book. So number one, get the book. Number two, when you get the book, I'm telling you what I just said, is there's a particular page that I would read if I were you. Now, I had the physical book, but I gave it to somebody already. So I have the digital copy. And uh, it's in chapter four, Dehypnotize Yourself from False Beliefs. Let me read this for everybody's, so everybody can get some value from this. Um, it says that we judge ourselves and measure ourselves not against our own standard, but against some other individual's standard. When we do this, we always, without exception, come out second best. But because we think and believe and assume that we should measure up to someone else's standard, we feel miserable, second rate, and conclude there is something wrong with us. We conclude that we're broken. The problem when you're over there trying to compare yourself to other people, you lose immediately. You shouldn't be comparing yourself to nobody. You have to realize that you are not inferior. You are not superior. You are simply you. You, as a personality, are not in competition with any other personality simply because there is not another person on the face of the earth like you or in your particular class. You are an individual. You are unique. You are not like any other person and can never become like any other person. You're not supposed to be like any other person. No other person is supposed to be like you. God did not create a standard person and in some way label that person by saying, this is it. This is the standard. He made every human being individual and unique just as he made every snowflake individual and unique. So tip number two is to reread page number 93 and 94. 
This is in chapter four. Dehypnotize yourself from false beliefs. So tip number one, buy the book Psycho Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. The link is in the description. Uh, tip number two, reread page 93 and 94 in chapter number four. And then tip number three, you should start doing a gratitude list and just start saying, I'm so grateful now that I focus on myself and what I want. I'm so grateful now that I see my own greatness. I'm so grateful now that I'm expressing this greatness that I have in every area of my life. I'm so grateful now that I'm believing in myself more and more every single day. You do those three things. I guarantee in the next 90 days, you, will not, you won't say that again. But you, again, this is why it goes back to what we were reading. That's a committed decision right there. You got to, that's an irrevocable decision. You cannot just get the book and kind of casually read it and, you know, and then start making excuses. Oh, I don't have time. I got to work. I got to do this. All you're really telling yourself is that you don't have time to change and you really don't want to. Yeah, so uh, guys, if you're trying to get the correct book, again, go to my YouTube channel. All of my videos, they all have the link to the books that I'm actually reading from, the correct versions. Just go over to my YouTube channel and look in the description. Let's see, I'm so glad I haven't found your page and blueprint course has really helped me. And your live shows, especially your podcast, I listen to them every day and every morning. Thank you. I'm very grateful for you. Thank you. Being present in the moment. Sometimes it takes, oh, sometimes it's taking it hour by hour and then day by day. Exactly. I believe I was reading that yesterday. Or somebody had asked me, how do you become present? You just take things one thing at a time, one hour at a time, one project at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time. Stop thinking about tomorrow and stop thinking about yesterday. Just think about now. What are you going to do right now to get to where you want to go? This is so this is what I was saying, guys. This is an issue in today's world. With the younger generation, teenagers are now comparing their lives, thinking they need to own a home by the age of 18. I've I've seen that multiple times. And it's because of what they see on uh, social media. That's why. See, when I was a kid, we didn't have social media. I didn't, I, I didn't see what other people were doing in their lives, except people I went to school with, but even that was limited. Unless I went to their house, but even then, right? I didn't, I didn't know what everyone was doing at every minute of their life. Like I, That's when I was a kid. I was a kid when there was no cell phones. My thing was going outside and setting the grass on fire. Like that's what I was doing, building tree houses and playing in the ditch or the canal and running all over the place and playing in the dirt and making mud cakes or, you know, walking up and down the street, going to the arcade, going to the corner store and stealing a piece of gum. Like this was my childhood. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I did. Uh, I, I wasn't on video games and I did not, we didn't, there was no cell phones at that time. Oh, there were, I think there was phones and vehicles. I think that was maybe what it was. Um, 
And so these kids now grow up with cell phones and technology. And it's a great thing because we have the ability to communicate with anyone uh, at any time, no matter where they are, which is an amazing thing, by the way. And their level of um, their level of awareness is much higher at their age than it was at you know my age, for example, when I was their their age. My I'm in the millennial generation, by the way. So, you know, the generation J is way more aware than millennials are at that same time. But the drawback is, is when they're not educated on how to think for themselves, they don't know how to process all this information coming at them. So they just accept all this information and they get the wrong ideas. They conclude the wrong information. Um, that that's what ends up happening. All right. What are they aware of? They're aware of a lot of things. I have a client. Um, she was like, yeah, so I was going to go get the book, Think and Grow Rich, as you recommend it to me. And I realized my son already had the book. Her son's in high school and he's already reading the book. This is what I'm talking about. Nobody was reading Think and Grow Rich in high school when I was in high school. Kids are already reading these books that we're talking about. They, they already are. They, they're, they're on these books. They got audio books. They... That's why a lot of these kids, they have some concept of law of attraction and mindset and meditation and all these things. They're, they're more aware. Now, are they doing it? No. Just like everybody else. But they definitely are aware of the information. Do they understand the information? No. That's why, again, we go back to what we've been talking about all day today is, you know, you've got to study you know, you've got to become a student of what you're reading. You cannot just read one time. And it's not really anybody's fault. It's because we're trained that way. We're programmed that way in school. We're just trained to memorize enough so we can pass the test, not really understand it so we can apply it. So that's why it works the way that it does. I've got a lot of people trying to come on live on TikTok today for some reason. <laughs> All right, I think we're at the end here, so let's wrap this up. I talked about today uh, one of the best books, or yeah, books that um, can help you get what you want in your life. The first book is The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, and the second book is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, in the Power of Awareness, chapter 3 and chapter 24 is where you want to bring your attention to. A correction, chapter 3, 4, and number 24 is what you want to bring your attention to. Those three chapters. Then in Think and Go Rich, chapter 2, which is desire. Uh, chapter 4, auto-suggestion. Uh, and chapter 8, decision. And also chapter 9, persistence. Um, and in those chapters, the objective is not to read the entire chapter. Every one of those chapters, you only need one page. There's usually one page that really um, will make a difference for you in, in your life. Okay. So um, that that's what we, we talked about today. Also, you've got to make a committed decision. 
You have to make a committed decision and really start doing the things you want to do and don't allow um, people to tell you why you can't do it. So do not look for approval. Do not look for acceptance when it comes to this. All right, we got a person calling in, so let's see really quick what they're talking about. Hello? I can't hear you. You're going to have to unmute yourself. Yeah, who is this? Okay, hold on. Give me a second here. Let me make sure um, people can hear you, all right? All righty. We're ready. Go ahead. How well, are you? I don't really have a question, but I just wanted to say I'm very grateful because I've reached your account. And at a time where like, I was looking for a lot of uh, purpose in my life, kind of hit me like a truck that I I knew I wanted to do a lot of stuff, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. What was my purpose? And when I reached your account, I filled out your worksheet, your cheat sheet worksheet and all that stuff. And um, that along with your videos and honestly, your lives have helped me a lot. Just kind of have a sense of direction in my life and feel a lot more grateful and especially just to acknowledge like the subconscious, my, my subconscious mind, the, the reason I do the things I do and all that stuff. So I just wanted to say thank you. You're welcome. I, I really appreciate you uh, sharing all that with me. This is why I do the yes. show. I'm really, really grateful to hear that. Thank you. Yes. Hey, like, can you just honestly, say, can you say your name again? Yeah. My name is Fernanda. Fernanda. Like Fernando, but uh -huh. with the A at the end. Fernanda. Like Fernando. Okay. Uh -huh. I love that. Thank you for Fernanda. Thank you. Go ahead. But yeah, I just put it on in the background while, and it helps me like stay on task with what I'm doing, but also has like in the back of my mind, I'm like taking in all that you're saying and yeah. what the uh, listeners are saying too. And it's, it's great. Absolutely. It's just a repetition, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think I just realized like I have this realization that life is going to be constant reminders of the same lessons over and over and again. And I just have to be open to accept those and relearn those. Absolutely. You know, every so we have a lot of people listening. What was, what, what, would, what would be one message to everyone that's listening that you'd like to share with everybody? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess what I just said, like just be conscious that, Life is going to keep reminding you of the same lessons over and over and over. And it's your decision. Wow. It's your decision on what you want to do is what you're going to do going to help you forward with your purpose, or is it going to keep you back? Is it going to withhold you? And I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you have, a conscious decision every day there's conscious decisions that you're doing like you can say in the morning i don't want to wake up this early but you know that waking up early is going to be pushing you forward to your goals um but in that moment you're like i don't want to i don't feel like it and i i just feel like i can't but you can like you can you just have to find that self-worth to say i'm worth i'm worth it and you can complain along the way, but know that you're complaining on your way to your goals. You're not going to complain and you're going to stay in the same place. If you're going to complain, make it sure that you're complaining on your way to your goals. You're not allowed to complain 
if you're just sitting there doing nothing. I love that. You're not allowed to complain <laughs> if you're not doing anything. I love that. That's a good point. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that's yes. good. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to share? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, thank you, Fernanda, uh, for calling in. And I'm definitely grateful to, to hear your feedback. And this show has been helping you and helping others. And I think we all really appreciate your message about just getting up and doing what you're supposed to be doing. And if you're going to complain, you can only complain if you're actually doing something about it. So I love that. Yes. Yes. And acknowledgement and uh, acknowledgement is the best part of everything. Like I didn't know that there's reasons why I do things like you were talking about yesterday in the subconscious mind. There's reasons why I have a hard time making decisions. There's reasons why I'm scared to ask for help. And I just need to uh, acknowledge that those fears aren't real and they're just all made up in my head and just mm -hmm. move forward. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. I love it. All righty. Thank you, Fernanda. Thank you. We all appreciate you. Have a nice you. day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I wasn't even going to take a call, but uh, that was worth it. This is why we do the show. <laughs> Just for that. That's why we do the show. Somebody's always listening, guys. Listen, I was just having this conversation with a client last night. If you are a person who's thinking about starting a podcast, you're thinking about putting content up to inspire others on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram, whatever it is, you must understand something. You cannot do these things for the numbers. I'm not on here for the numbers. That's not why I'm here. I'm on here for change. And if I could just change one life, that's a success. That's why I do this. See, what difference would it make if I had a million listeners, but nobody called in and said what she just said? Or some of the comments that you guys leave or the DMs that I get every day from people saying, oh, Devorah, you changed my life. Guys, this is not me bragging. I'm impressing upon you that you can do the same thing in your own unique way. You have a purpose. You have a talent. There's something that you can give to this world, something you can be of service with, but you've got to do it. That's when you're really going to start living your life. This is absolutely why we do what we do, why we have this show. And so I'm very grateful for every one of you guys, including Fernanda, who actually show up here, support the show. You listen, you share it. We definitely appreciate that. I am very grateful. And I write that down in my gratitude list as well. I'm grateful that I'm changing lives. So I'm very happy to hear that. Very, very grateful to hear that. Thank you. Uh, let's see. I think we had a few more questions. They usually, you know, it's kind of like a last call. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Yeah, if you guys want to get access to the ebook that she was referencing um, and things like that, you have to go to my profile. Uh, the link is in the uh, bio there. And if you're on YouTube, the link is in the description. Let's see. You guys can call in too and speak with the, just head to his YouTube live. Yep. Thank you. This guy. Who's this guy? 
Oh, that's who that is. Okay. I was like, wondering, who is that? Good morning. Okay. All right. We're going to, we're going to cut it here, guys. Uh, I really appreciate again, every one of you guys who showed up here. Um, absolutely. I thank you for obviously attending these live sessions for people on YouTube. I do see your comments. Um, I'm very grateful that you guys are following. You subscribe to the channel. I'm definitely grateful for that. And um, remember, you guys can go back and rewatch what happened today on YouTube. You have to go to my YouTube channel. It's my name, Devori Darkens. And if you can't watch it, you can also listen to it on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. Okay? So, having said that, love you guys. Thank you. Uh, have an amazing weekend, huh?